are you doing? How are you keeping? Oh, fine, you. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's the answer everyone gives now. So, yeah, I'm fine too. Yeah. We've got to this yeah. bizarre place where uh, uh, you have to start with, well, considering the circumstances. <laughs> exactly, because things are... gets better on one front. Uh-huh. And then gets rapidly worse in many others. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh no. no, and I've just seen it. I've just seen it pop up in the news as well. This is where it gets even worse. Um, Sophie Ellis Bexter has been badly hurt in a bike crash. I saw the picture. Yeah. Ugh. Never rains, but it pours. Huh? I mean, you know, you shouldn't ride a bike. Anywhere, and I assume she lives in London, and that's always bad for female singers. Is it just a normal bike or a motorbike? No, it's just a bicycle. Yeah. You know, same as, yeah. uh, oh, what was that woman's name? No, I don't know her name, and she's Deed, and that's really upsetting. You know, she was one of the singers <laughs> in Stereo Lab. She got hit by a car. Ugh. And she is Deed, so. Yeah. And then I always question for cyclists. Where are they following the rules? Because they're quick enough to hark on about being drivers getting in their ways. But the amount of times that, like, look at the Hadigan roundabout. Uh-huh. So, so, this is a reference that nobody else outside Aberdeen would get. There's signs up everywhere saying bikes don't go freaking around it. And can, there's um, can dismount signs and there's cycle lanes and everything made for it. Uh-huh. And yet you go, you go around there on a busy morning. And there's bikes kind of wobbling around, weaving around the hanging around the bike. Sixteen wheelers going near them as well. Yeah, yeah. But I swear I'm going to get there one day and there's just going to be a mangled mess and there's some wheels. It'll probably be me. I'll buy a tricycle just to use the oh. KFC drive through And, uh... It's fine. <laughs> it's the amount of cyclists I know that moan like cavalry drivers, but they never wear a high vis, never wear a helmet. Oh. Uh, they come to a red light and then they go, well, it says green for cross and I'm a pedestrian now. And they just cycle through it. Like, no, you're either a vehicle or you're not. Oh, well, I haven't over. ridden a bike now in 25 years, so, you know. You know, the whole, I think I've mentioned this before, where they all say, oh, it's like, in, like riding a bike, you never forget how. And I think it was a couple of years back, just when we lost the BA contract, they had bikes in the hotel. Uh-huh. And they, they left one at the front door, and they needed it taken around the back. And I was like, ah, sure, I'll cycle it around to the back. Yeah, you do forget how to ride a bike. <laughs> 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 I tried for about two feet and just went, yeah, I'm just pushing this bike around here. People are going to see this. So, uh, oh, my God. Honestly, we haven't talked in two weeks, but all I've done is painted the same corridor walls at work. I've... What have I done? I said, well, now we're back on 12-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, I've struggled to find things to watch on Netflix, despite there being thousands of things to watch on Netflix. I agree, um, yeah. And everyone at work... <laughs> I'm not saying you're, you're not impatient. Um, but <laughs> it's me that's the problem here. They're a lot more patient than you in that aspect, in that I've spent a good 30 minutes just 
going through menus at Netflix, uh-huh. and nobody nobody gave me the look or side or fell out with me. So. Well, what I do now <laughs> is I look through the menus on Netflix and then close Netflix. Ah, I think um, what what we watched the other night was uh-huh. quite good. It was um, oh, I forgot what the name of it was. So. Um, it was the series on Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Oh, the Last Dance. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I haven't um, watched it yet, but I was told it was good. Yeah, Bruce mentioned it was supposed to be good, so I thought oh, we'll sit and watch it. And then suddenly, next thing we knew, it was six o'clock in the morning, and we just finished the last episode. And I was like, yeah, that was pretty fucking good. I don't know anything about um, basketball. Yeah, I love one thing that we both agreed on, which we didn't like about it is that at one minute they'll be telling you about can Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman and all that playing on a kind of team together and how can great that team was uh-huh. and then you'll blink and then they'll be playing against the Pistons uh-huh. and Dennis Rodman's playing for the Pistons and you're like oh did he get traded or something at some point and what they've not told you is this is then nipped back like two years uh-huh. now Sometimes they'll put a little graphic up showing you when the timelines have changed and you're going back two years. Mm-hmm. But other times, they just don't. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you'll be like, in three, four episodes in, and they'll be talking about something, and they went, wait, didn't that happen already? And you're like, oh no, that happened apparently in two years from now. That we're talking about two years before that. And you're like, well, the timeline ways it goes... It, a lot of the time we were just like, what the... That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't um, help that we don't watch basketball in this country. Yeah. Um, the other thing we watched all the way through was um, Space Force. Mm-hmm. Which is all right. Um, I left to go to the bathroom at one point. Uh-huh. And came back, because I was like, oh, I'm not going to pause it, it's fine. Um, left it. Um, and Steve Carell, I can't remember what the character's name is, his wife is in jail. Okay. Now, this is only like maybe two episodes in. First episode, we see him getting his his five-star general status thing. Uh And she's there and everything's fine. Then she's in jail. At least Akudro's in jail for the rest of it. And I looked at Bruce and just went, why is she in jail? And he went, I don't know. I was making a cup of tea. And I went to the bathroom, and yeah, she kept mentioning how she was never getting out of prison and she was there forever, sort of thing. Don't know what she did. I mean, I haven't watched it at all, so I'll tell you when I catch up. Cool. I think it's it's in the first or second episode, maybe it's by the end of the first episode, maybe the second episode, I can't remember. It was just at one point, I went to the bathroom and he was making a cup of tea. Uh And then the next thing we knew, she was in prison. Yeah. I mean... I've heard mixed reports on this show, and I think it's because, and it's no fault, it's just how he works, but it's Greg Daniels. Yeah. And Greg Daniels obviously did Parks and Rec and The American Office, and both of them take a series to get going. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's it's not as, I mean, I I, I used to do Parks and Rec, and it's not as... It's not as funny as Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. I never really found the American office that funny anyway, but it's probably slightly more funny than I found that. Uh-huh. 
but that's not much. I don't know. I was uh, I was just always told that series one of the American Office follows too closely, obviously the Office. Yeah. And then once Before they ignore that and do what they want, it gets good. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. it's considered by many uh, like one of the best sitcoms of all time, the American one. To the point that yeah. episodes are even directed by Stephen Merchant by the end. Right. <laughs> He's like, it's so good, I will give you my seal of approval. And then I'll play a bold guy in Logan. Oh, yeah, he totally did. Yeah, he also played yeah. a, a serious part in the other British girl... Well, what was it called? Girl in the Spider's Web? Is that what it was called? The Claire oh, yeah. Foy girl with the dragon tattoo movie. Yeah. It wasn't good, even though Lakeith Stanfield was in it as well. Uh, they can't all be winners, I suppose. I think going to the also watched, don't you? All of it were, because um, it was sitting. It wasn't always on the Bruce. We said like watch. We get to watch things at work. <laughs> all right, I'm not sure we get to. It's just that I do because I was asked, as I say, I was asked to basically paint the entire hotel before we reopen. So I'm on the ground floor at the minute. Yeah. And then, because when we reopen, we're thinking we're only going to open the ground floor to start. Yeah, I think we're yeah limited to like is it's well for us we we'd be limited to seventy five rooms. Uh-huh. So I don't know. That's if if we reopen. Um, nobody seems to know what's going on at the moment. Yeah. No, I haven't got stressed yet, but you know, I've got to that point where I'm like, well, I can't. You know, it's like I don't know. I find I've got to the point where it's best not to borrow money from anyone because it's like, well, if I end up without a job, it's going to go down south pretty quick. So, yeah, <laughs> just just tighten yeah. everything up, put some money aside well, yeah, for a variable gas bill. Yeah, well, I'm, I've been trying to do that as well. Um, trying to get my bank card back off my mum because every time I turn around, my bloody bridge is overfill again. Um. I think it's two weeks to payday, and I don't think I've been this skint before a payday in a long time, and I can't figure out why, considering I don't think I'm spending any money. Yeah, well, when will you? You don't have time to leave the house. Exactly. And Uh, everything's shut, so... Yeah. Yeah, other than that, well, I did... I I took... (laughs) Well, I'll tell you... I'll show you how much I've been doing at work, lately. I took the PlayStation into work as well. Jesus Christ, so it's like the old days. In the, in the bar, I had the big TV hooked up to the PlayStation where I played a hell of a lot more Death Stranding uh-huh. to the point where I think I'm almost at the end. I'm not sure. Could be wrong. Um, and we took a TV from the um, meeting room, hooked that up to the laptop and played movies through that while I was playing Death Stranding on the big TV. I mean, you, you know, you got time for it. I say my yeah. work day now is so remarkably busy, right? Because the boss has said it's cool for me to leave yeah. earlier uh, to catch the bus, right? Right, uh, yeah. Because the buses by that time appear at twenty to ten and twenty to eleven, and I finish at ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, finish at half nine, right? So you finish half hour early, and I still get paid. Yeah. Right. Um. But also, you have to cook your own meals? As in, right. unless you yeah. bring something in, you have to cook your own meal. 
So when you take yeah. a break to eat, that also takes half an hour. So you're already down to seven hours. Yeah. But I still have to do a walk round as well. And I have to answer any phone calls, which yeah. are now put through to a mobile phone. Oh, yeah, we did that for a while. We got it uh, rerouted to the, the DM phone. Yeah. So I have the DM phone in my pocket. And I'm also trying to paint everything. So I probably only have six hours to paint a day. And you're trying to paint the entire ground floor on my own. So it's just like, meh. <laughs> I did them. Um, oh, it was, uh, it was Friday. No, it was a start, Friday, or start, Friday night. Yeah, I did go completely. I mean, considering we're not supposed to have any guests, and we don't, mm. I managed to go absolutely fucking mental with the one guest that we had. Because I got, a, I got a phone call at like half past seven going, I'm staying in your hotel tonight. How do I get there? And I was like, you're not staying here. You're staying at this one because that's where we've moved everyone. This is how you get there. You are not staying here. Uh-huh. And then about an hour and a bit later, a man came to the door with a very similar voice and said, I am staying here in the heat. And I'm like, no, you're not. Fuck off. And give him directions again. Now, that wasn't the one I got totally annoyed with, but I did get quite annoyed with him. Uh-huh. Then a taxi, a taxi pulls up. This is another guy saying that he's staying with us. And I was like, no, you're not. I've got him before his taxi went away. He said, it. Oh, no, my company definitely says I work here. They never, uh, I'm staying here. They never told me I was staying somewhere else. Look, here's my email. And he shows me the email from his company. And it very clearly says, another hotel. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I see. Yeah, I, oh. Yeah, my company never told me. And I went, you fucking winding me up. And he looked at me, what? I went, your company never told you you were staying in another hotel, despite the fact you've just shown me an email from your company telling me you're staying in another hotel, not this hotel. And yet it's your company's fault for not telling you, despite the fact that they fucking told you. Get in your taxi and fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh... I was just like, I just, it was only the second guest that started dealt with that night. And I was just like, I, you just literally showed me all the evidence you need that your company did tell you. Just that you're too fucking stupid to read it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if we do ever reopen, how I'm going to deal with more than two guests, if that's how annoyed I got with just the two that I've seen over the course of the last sort of week and a bit. Yeah. I I don't know how I'm gonna go. Murders will happen. I just suddenly thought talking about Netflix, you know what I did just uh, rewatch sort of what? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Alright. Right? Yeah. How'd it, that go? Right, when did it end? I wanna say it ended in like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. It might be five, maybe six years old. It has dated so badly that it's almost impossible to watch. Yeah. Because the- Neil Patrick Harris's character is a monster who yeah. literally would be friends with, like, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. yeah and yet everyone is like, but he's so lovable in the way that he tricks women into sleeping with him and then runs away. The, here's the thing with that, and this is, a, this is not a popular opinion on my behalf, in that I... I've never enjoyed a single episode of How I Met Your Mother. Well, I, I used just, to watch I, it on ooh, BBC Three years yeah. ago. 
and it used to be on at like two in the morning. And I enjoyed it in the same way you enjoy two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. And that is to say, you didn't enjoy it, but there was nothing else on. Yeah. And then you get um, forced into liking it. Yeah. That's the thing. I like the people involved. Uh huh. But, yeah, I think I would actually go on and say I have maybe watched five episodes tops. What what I did... And that was enough to put me off completely. I started watching season one and then was like, yeah, season one isn't very good. I skipped to season two and went, there's bits here that are okay. I skipped to season three and then I started to watch it using IMDb and only watched episodes rated above 8.5. Yeah. Uh, and then cut my the 220 episodes down to about 15. So here's here's something that's never occurred to me before about this season, right? Because I'm reading the um, the synopsis on IMDb. Uh huh. So he's recounting to his children through a series of flashbacks a journey he and his four best friends took leading up to him meeting their mother. Uh huh. Right. Yes. So he is telling his kids about his misogynistic best friend who fucks people and runs away. Yes. Though there yeah, are I... episodes yeah. where it does start with there are some stories you don't tell your kids and then oh. they'll tell a story. Like the episode <laughs> where he has a threesome. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so he's not telling his kids that story. He's telling well, okay, us. That's... Which is well... weird. Because the device... So I don't know if that means he's talking to a wall that episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll give them that for at least they've covered that aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. And I must admit, I watched the last episode again last night and it was late and we're in the weirds and so I'm kind of emotional. But I must admit, it worked well enough that when the end credits started, I was rolling a tear. Mm. But, you know, I cry at anything at the minute. I mean, that last yeah. episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, oh, I was a wreck, dude. Yeah. Well, I, um, the free game on PlayStation last month was World um, Call of Duty World War Two. Okay. Now, I'm, I never liked the Call of Duty games that much anyway, so I was kind of, I only realized it was free just before the end of the month, so I just downloaded it. And I played a couple of levels, and I'm looking at these characters, and I'm going, yeah, these are your friends on this thing or whatever. They're definitely going to be dead by the end of this story mission. Uh-huh. So I cannot play this any further. I cannot get emotionally involved with characters I do not care about to then watch them get their heads fucking blown off. So I uninstalled it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really not the time to play games like that. No. I, mean, I think um, Death Stranding was kind of okay at the moment because it is kind of... Because you're basically well, a delivery person. Yeah, and you're not really interacting with people and you're trying to avoid them as much as possible. To the point where they mention something in one of the cutscenes that he's covered in all these handprints. Apparently it's when people touch him, he gets bruises. Okay. And I'm like, okay. That explains why he never wants anybody touching him. So they just sort of, it's just an offhand comment that they mention. You're like, now this is, at this point... Dozens and dozens of hours into this game, and they just mention that as an aside. Considering you've been sitting there the rest of time going, Why does he have his handprints all over him? Well, there you go. Um, yeah. It's, it's when you pick up on stuff like that. I watched uh, Fury Road again recently. 
And I only just realised on this watch, and I have no many, t- I have no idea how many times I watched it, that um, Furiosa was one of the breeders originally, until she lost her arm. And it's never mentioned, but the brand on the back of her neck is what all the breeders have. All right, okay. And obviously he mentions that as soon as they get a mark, he gets rid of them. And so once she lost her arm, he kicked her out. Yeah. And that's why so she's helping him. How is that going to work in the prequel they're planning? I don't know. I suppose it'll be a Morton Joe getting hold of her and it'll probably be like the beaver, right? She'll cut her own arm off. Probably. Well, so I, I, would li- I would li- that would link it back to Mel Gibson. <clears throat> uh. Unintentionally, but yeah. <laughs> uh, God, there's pretty fancy watching the Beaver again. I guarantee. I think you it would be a hot Beaver. No, yeah. it was pretty good though. I'd be horribly upset again. I mean, but... I I enjoyed it. Yeah. And even at the time, it was like this is so odd. You know, because it was also the beginning of the end of Mel. It was also, it was leading up to it. The trailers gave off such a different vibe for that film. Yes. Well, it would have to, because you couldn't sell it as what it was, which is a a depressing unravelling of a man (laughs) (laughs) who puts all his hate into his arm and then cuts his arm off. Yeah. (laughs) So that he can carry on living. (laughs) Is the, a, a very strange concept, which definitely turns out better than it would have done if it had been like a full comedy. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how it would work as a comedy. Yeah, don't know how you finish it off. <laughs> Could you imagine remaking it with Adam Sandler? I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll keep an eye on Netflix. That might come up. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't call it the Beaver, so he'd call it the Pussy, and it was just cat puppet. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, he's maybe slightly clever. Well, he is cleverer than that. He is clever. It's just he's a, a monster and he knows his audience. He could do, well, no, he could do a, like a parody of it and call it the pussy and it could have uh, Larry the Cable Guy in it. Yeah. I'd just like to say when I call him a monster, he's not a monster like most men are monsters. I mean, he oh, no. seems like a very no. decent guy. I just yeah. mean that he knows how to milk an audience for money. Oh, yeah. He, he knows how to lower his standards. Yeah, he knows exactly what his target audience is and he doesn't go one ounce above it, apart from uncut gems. Yeah. He can can turn it up when he needs to and then... Yeah, but he just only does it once every ten years, right? So punch drunk love. Uncut gems, they're 20 years apart. um, There's got to be one in between. What was that? I haven't watched it yet. So it's not him. It's David Spade. So it's, it's oh, the, the other the Missy with uh, the other Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it was... Um, she was talking on her Star Wars podcast that it is uh, like the number one trending movie in the world right now, and she's very happy about <laughs> that, obviously. Nice. I mm. also found out in that episode that Lauren Lapkus is one year older than Nicole Byer, and I was like... Oh my God, Nicole Byer, I love her, but she has had yeah. a very hard paper round. Yes, I was. Um, just, I was watching some episodes of Parks and Rec the other day, uh-huh. and um, 
Reto's character, I forget what her name is, um, in the show. Yeah, I never yeah. remember anyone's names. But the more and more she talks, the more I'm like, was this written for Nicole Byers at some point? Because it is just a very sassy black woman who wants to fuck everyone. Nah. And I'm just like, well, maybe not fuck everyone, but does just reference sex at every opportunity. And you're like, mm. Mm. maybe. maybe. I, don't I, don't know, I think Nicole Byers is slightly more diverse than that because you see her in the good place. Where yeah. she plays the postal worker in heaven. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was seeing that in Parson I was thinking it wouldn't have worked with her. Because mm-hmm. I think she's too big a person. Yeah. And she's also, what's her name? Is she Trudy Judy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I think that's her name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Doug Judy's... Doug Judy's sister. Sister, yeah. In those yeah. two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. Um, I watched. I rewatched the the house with Bruce the other night as well. That's not a bad film, right? I like that film. Yeah. And then it was after that we then went on a bit of a Will Ferrell thing as well. We then watched um, the other guys. I saw that in which, the cinema and enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, it was very good. But it was just a case of, right, you've got in the house, you've got Will Ferrell doing a whole. Um, I can turn this psycho thing on because it's can part of a personality I had ages ago or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you watch the other guys from before, and you're like, oh, he's playing a character who's kind of normal, but then had this past where he turns on and he's a complete psychopath. And you're like, okay, well, this is going They just write that one role for Will Ferrell nowadays. And, well, it works, so... Well, they're, they're like 10 years apart, but it, it sort of... It does both of his bits, right? Because he does subdued yeah. very well when he's doing more serious films. And he does crazy yeah. really well. Yeah. So the best way to do it is like a switch. I mean, let's face facts, the most psychotic thing in The Other Guys is that amazing scene where uh, The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson decide to jump off a building. Yeah. <laughs> and then just die. Yeah. It's like, it's also, it, I think there's a line after that where they go, well, I think they were aiming for, um, they heard something on the radio about them, they were aiming for the bushes. Uh-huh. And they're just sort of standing there near where their boys are going, there's no bushes. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just looking at bait going, it's all concrete everywhere. What bushes? Uh, but yeah. Oh. Actually, yeah, that film's quite cool. good. I'm, I'm thinking about watching that again. It's the um, also the reoccurring joke of Mark Wahlberg wondering why uh, Eva Mendes is married to Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the point I can tell her I was asking for... <laughs> Did, did I see that at Cinema View? Because I didn't think I'd seen that film before. And then while watching it, I was like, yeah, I remember 95% of it. Um, I couldn't tell you, because I don't know what year it came out. But probably is the answer. Well, let's have a quick look. Cause I've, got, I've always got IMDb <coughs> open. Hello, guys. 2010. So, yeah, that would have been the first year of the awesome, Unlimited yeah. card, so probably. Yeah. No, there you go. Oh. But Adam McKay, uh, Kay's come a long way, it must be said. Who directed mm-hmm. that? You know, because now oh. he directs like Oscar movies like The Big Short and Vice. To the point that him and uh, Will Farrell, uh, they broke down their production company this year, which is sad. Oh. 
And then they sold Funny or Die. So. Yeah, because that was, uh, that was a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, because just... YouTube, you don't need Funny or Die, do you? No, because <laughs> most... everyone's, everyone's dead. Because it's point. Um, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. itchy ear. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe I got three days off again. It's not a brag. It's just, it's like, I've already done most of my stuff. I'm off. Um, I'm not back on until Saturday night. Uh-huh. But, but I get to go to work at 7 o'clock on Saturday morning because I'm stay over at the end. So I get to go to work, sleep, get up at 7 o'clock at night. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, I do that on a Sunday, and I suppose it's the same thing. But at least I work before the sh- I go to bed. Yeah. Well, normally, normally I'd be there on the Friday night, and then that would be me until the Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, but just I think she, I mentioned that to Skeeter because oh yeah, because I'm back in Saturday morning. She's like, "What? Are you not working Saturday night?" I'm like, "You do the rota." <laughs> so no, I'm not. Because we'll get one of the guys that's done night shift night before to do it, and I was like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense because if they're day off the next day." I'm not having them working night shift and then just can go in the room from seven in the morning or seven at night on the day they should be off. Uh-huh. It just I'll just come in. I mean I'm going to sleep anyway. Yeah. So difference does it make where I sleep? Uh, yeah. Well. Uh. I'll get in the early morning and I'll set the bar up for my PlayStation and everything and then go to sleep. Hmm. I really need to convince Raymond to go to KFC for me. No. <laughs> you want to waste petrol? I'll give you the money for a chicken bucket. No, you can't have any. <laughs> I've not, actually, I've not seen the, the mental queuing or evidence of it. Like there has been at sort of McDonald's and things. Uh-huh. But yeah, because so, KFC's been open now for a couple of weeks. and well, I'd say maybe the, the hanker and like Because I know... The one on Union Street is open, but there's a massive yeah. sign on the door that says Deliveroo only. <laughs> I, 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 I assume that would change if the layout of KFC wasn't so awful. You yeah. know, because it's, like it's like a tunnel, right? You know what I mean? There's a, you can't be two meters away from someone. The, 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 the hallway yeah, you get to true. the order point isn't two meters wide. It's not like you can have some sort of one-way system in and out because there is only one way in and out. Exactly. If they were clever, they'd actually open up the fire exit at the side. Oh, yeah. And you'd walk in, get your meal, and then walk out. I'd suggest that to them, but honestly, they probably don't want to risk it. And I agree. Because Aberdeen at the minute, do you see those stats? Aberdeen at the no. minute is has a third less cases than Dundee, Edinburgh, Glasgow. Right. And then Inverness right. has a third of the cases we have, as do up north. Yeah. So we're doing a lot better than most. Yeah. Though I suppose Britain is doing now uh, worse than Europe combined, if you saw that on the news. Yes, if you look at like the people that I've known that have come down with it, it's all been, it's all been oil workers. Yeah. So technically, I suppose some of those cases that are up here are only up here. They get tested, 
they go positive and then they're shipped back home. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the cases that are up here aren't actually staying up in this area. Uh-huh. Uh, That's a uh, true fact. But uh, I, I'll put it this way, you know, I obviously work with someone uh, or in the hotel there's someone, you know, who works at the hospital. Yeah. And they seem pretty chill about the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm like, well, so I'm, you know. I'm still absolutely convinced that I had it in bloody January. Yeah, but, you know, they still don't know if it's, you know, catchable again. Yeah. They say it's probably not, but, you know, it could be like, I know it's not a virus, but it could be like salmonella, right? Just because you eat raw chicken and you get salmonella doesn't mean you then can yeah. eat all the raw chicken you want. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I can get the flu again the next year. It changes or whatever. So, yeah, I'm still staying the fuck away from people. Yeah. Um, which I did before anyway. It's just now... There's um, purpose. I, I can justify it. Well, so. you know, at the end of the day, we're not healthy people. No. And we're definitely... Honestly, I feel like if I caught it, I would be that person that you read about who's 40 years old, well, I'm 41, who dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Even Fair if worst case scenario, you know, I get laid off and I lose my house and I don't know, what's the worst thing I can imagine? I have to move in with my sister. The worst thing is I have to move in with my mother, but that's not even going to come into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If something like that happens, you're still ticking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a hell of a lot would change. I'd have to cancel my Cineworld, and we would have to figure out some sort of Skype chat to stay sane. Oh, get Zoom sorted. Exactly. But I have figured out the best way to do the podcast, obviously. It's just, we're both skint, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, that's the point. I was going to look to see if I uh, wish-listed a couple uh, similar, similar recorders plus the one you sent just to see if the price would ever come down at any point. No, no, they, they don't. No, I did notice one of them was actually you could, uh, on Amazon, pay monthly for five months and pay them like 30 quid a month. And I'm like, that's not awful, but also, no. You know what I mean? I want something literally that costs 40, 50 quid tops. Well, the, uh, the Tascam DR05X, mm-hmm. right, it's uh, £79, and it's been £79 since I added it. Yep. Now, there's yeah. a... There's a... It's officially a, 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 a... What do you call it? A dictaphone, right? But it records yeah. in WAV, you know, which is the format we... It's a lossless format we use. Yeah. Um, And it's got the little screw in the bottom. And the reviews are pretty good. But yeah, it's like 140 quid. Because that's the thing, that Tascam thing, you know, you say it's still 79 quid, but I'm sure the retail price yeah. is like 150 quid. It's just... Seven. Yeah, because if, if I click it here, I'm sure it says price, but it's squared. Um, well, it's just, uh, yeah, 139 pounds, but price 79 pounds. Yeah, because the people on eBay who are selling it secondhand, the poor bastards, yeah. are selling it for like 80 quid. You know, because it should be 150, because they probably paid 150 for it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but it's still, <laughs> you're still charging more for a second-hand device than I could buy it new on eBay. Yeah. 
uh, on Amazon. <laughs> Jeff Bezos will win. Oh, uh, you always win the prick. Yeah. But no, I mean, the that setup sounds relatively sound. Plus, I can't wait for uh, it, to get it together. I suppose, theoretically, we could do it for nothing right now if you could figure out a way to get your, that microphone working, the Snowball mic. Yeah. And plug I'm it into the laptop. Yeah. But, yeah, I still need to go into the uh, Snowball website and see if it can update. Because uh, if it does, you know, I can throw you your microphone stand. Yeah. And you can screw the snowball onto it to make it life easier. And then record a file onto your laptop and then just drop it into a mega box and I can download it. Yeah. And then I say we can do that bit where you, you go one, two, three, four and clap and I can we can sync it up. That'd be great. It'd uh, be the most fun of my day. <laughs> oh. I suppose theoretically we don't need to do that because I also record your conversation right now and I just have to sync the two up. Yeah, well. So it might drive me mad trying to do that. Who knows? Well, whatever. It keeps you busy. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Saying that, I'm busy enough now that I don't even edit these things anymore. You did notice the last one was like two and a half hours long. Yeah. I was just like, fuck yeah. it. It's fine. <laughs> it sounds okay. And I don't want to have to write. Because obviously we don't usually talk about work. And then all we have is work. All yeah. sitting in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or How I Met Your Mother, or whatever we're watching on well, we, Netflix. Yeah, we've chatted about movies, but we've chatted about movies before, so that's more normal and acceptable yeah. than, than work. Uh, mm. oh, what was I, oh, the new series of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's very, yeah. very good. I, see, I stopped watching... Oh, around about when? Um, I think just before they went to space or whatever it was. Uh-huh. I kind of packed in then. So now it's all on Disney Plus, so I have been thinking about going back and rewatching. Yeah. Just, yeah. But that's the crazy thing. Maybe it's not, not right all from the on start, Disney Plus. Oh, is it not? Because we're on season. I think they they haven't got the last season on Disney Plus, and this is the last season now. Though the last season, I think you could almost... If I gave you just the new episodes, I don't think you'd be too confused. Even though they are in 1931. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And the plot is, at the minute, they have to save S.H.I.E.L.D. by helping to create HYDRA. Because, you know, they can't change the timeline. And yeah. if they stop... And the bad guys are trying to stop Hydra happening so that S.H.I.E.L.D. is never formed. So for now, yeah. they have to help Hydra happen. Because they know hmm. that everything else will still happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's happening. So who's, who's Patton Oswalt playing then? Oh, he's playing a Koenig like he used to, but he's like the grandfather of the Koenigs. And there was a wonderful bit in the last episode where he's like, tell me all about these life model decoys. And I really do like the idea that the twin Koenigs are actually LMDs. 
Though it doesn't make sense because obviously one of them was murdered. Yeah. Like <laughs> and the third Koenig is a woman, woman and not played by Patton Oswalt. If I remember rightly, isn't she like a stand-up comedian or or like a lounge singer or something? I don't know. It was a very long time ago. Yeah. Just looking at it to see if there was anything else. Oh yeah, what? Um, rewatched role models as well. With uh, that was the um, Paul oh, Rudd. Oh no, it's all come back to um, me. The uh, Paul. That guy. Paul, hmm? what's his name? Ant Man. Yeah, Paul Rudd. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't think of his surname for some reason. Yeah. I kept wanting to say yeah. Rust, and I knew it was wrong, so I couldn't get any further. Him and uh, that Stifler guy. Yes. I remember his Sean real William name. Scott. Oh, that's the one. I like to think of yeah. him as the guy who took over Lethal Weapon season three, and he was great. So great they cancelled it. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Well, that's no guarantee that it was terrible because, well, I mean, I'm assuming it was terrible. But they, at the moment, they do tend to cancel good stuff. Or every no, time they, they, they cancel expensive stuff, and it was one of the most yeah. expensive TV shows. And yet it looked the same as cheap TV shows. You know? Yeah. I watch Lethal Weapon, and I don't see any difference between that and the new Magnum PI TV show. But the difference was about $9 million an episode. Mm. Which, when you're making 22 episodes, yeah, you might as well get rid of the expensive one. Yeah. Uh, Damon Waynes gets paid too much. That's the problem. And then all he does is moan. Talking about people moaning on TV, I see they've uh, uh, Ruby Rose has quit as Batwoman already after one. Oh season. yeah, yeah, because well, there was something about it being stressful, and then she hurt herself. Well, what, yeah, she had that up? operation, right? Because there was yeah, because she messed her spine up, and she was almost paralyzed. That's quite bad. Yeah, yeah, that seems doesn't seem great. Um, and then they worked like eighteen hours a day on it, and so she was like, yeah, "It's really hard work." And I'm in every scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Okay, I mean, 18 hours a day is pretty shit. But if you are the main character in series like that, you have to be expected to be the ones working the hardest. Oh, totally. I'm just, yeah, well. I'm just sad because by the end of season one, it found its pace... Yeah. And it was all working really well. And one of the most important aspects of the show is the family, because nearly everyone is related, right? And now they're going to yeah. take the linchpin out, and apparently the new actor they're putting in the place isn't even going to be the same character anymore. Mm. And so you go, mm. so what, what does that mean? It just means you got to start again. one of these series that um, Harold at work he watched it and then came in and tried to explain to me much like he tried to explain to me Star Wars he then tried to explain to me um, like the Batman universe uh-huh. and uh, honestly I listened to what he had to say I have no fucking idea what he was talking about huh. so. 
I don't know. I re uh, I say I think the pilot of that show is one of the worst pilots I've ever seen. But by the end of the season, it is one of the best shows on TV. There's a big upswing. No, it's fucked. And now I feel like it's fucked. Because, like, the people who are on, like, I don't know, what do you want to call it? You know, the Scooby Squad, like you'd have in Buffy, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Lucius Fox's son who might be called Luke. I've already forgot his name. Um, Kate's stepsister, Mary. Um, and Kate's ex, who's kind of like a Black Widow kind of character. Right? Um, and so, I don't know how they've tied into a new person, because the main enemy as well is Kate's twin sister. Which is not a twist. That is said in the first episode. It gets it out of the way. And then obviously the there's no chief of police. There's like a private security firm that runs the city called the Crows. And that's run by Dugray Scott, who is uh, her father. So it ties it all together kind of thing. And now you've just knocked the main part, you know, the support of the bridge completely out. Yeah. Of the story. Yeah. And you're like, I just don't understand how it fit back together. Yeah. So, it's a little bit of a shame because it's probably fucked. And the only yeah. way out of it <clears throat> would be, you know, to write out like Alice, who is the, you know, the, the twin. Yeah. It's to write her out and she's the best thing in it. And then you're like, I don't. What's the point? It's a shame. Not that you know. I suppose they've got time to work on it. It's not like they can do anything else. No. Did you watch that thing I sent you about? Uh, I I told you to watch about the Mandalorian. No. Or the um, behind the scenes thing. Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't get into watching that. Dude, you have to see it. It's crazy. I can't even explain it to you. It is so fucking crazy. It is the most... Is on... It's on Disney oh, Plus. Sorry. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. I'll, I'll, I'll try and explain it to you, but it's not going to work. Yeah. Right? We were saying how expensive the sets look for the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Guess what? They're not real. Yeah. It's all shot on a stage and there is a TV screen that fills the entire room and it covers the floor and it covers the ceiling and it's synced to the camera. So when the camera moves, the background moves. So it looks like a real place. Yeah. And the, uh, it, you know what it looks like turned off. It looks like an episode of nightmare. Nice. And then they turn oh. on this TV. Oh, uh, makes, everything uh, appears. Makes the helmet make more sense. Helmet? If it's white nightmare. Ah. Uh, <laughs> right. And the 
Because the thing is, that was because uh, you said the helmet just remind me of something that Favreau said, which is they thought they'd have to do a green screen and then they'd have to paint out the green that was reflecting on the helmet and then put in the background. All right. But they've literally figured out how to do live green screen. It's sort of like mm. a level up from, because um, they call it the volume, right? And the volume I first heard of was Peter Jackson invented it for uh, the Planet of the Apes movies right. and for the Tintin movie, you know, the the CGI one. Yeah. And that's where you would do all your stuff and you could then put it into the computer. So they've now put the computer onto the walls and the actors now dress appropriately. I mean, in 20 years, you could be doing D&D and shit like that, man. It's crazy. Well, just, um, I've added it to my watch list. That's it. It's literally... It's quite short. It's like half an hour each. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't tell you to watch them all. I haven't watched them all. Literally, watch episode four. It's called Technology. And start at about seven and a half minutes in for ten minutes. I've never seen anything like it. Anything like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it's real, Richard. <laughs> you don't understand. It's real. <laughs> we do live in the future, but that future is only on TV. Oh, it's real. Like they did a behind the scenes of Star Wars and just went, oh, how do we do that? Um, the Force. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just used the Force, did it. Sorry. I, I just, honestly, you just like. I mean, we watched all those episodes. At no point do yeah. they go, yeah, this is. You know, did I say they didn't build all these sets? Yeah. I mean, the the thing yeah, where they're, um, they're all standing on a boat, right? You know, the bit yeah. in like episode eight where they're on the lava river? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, they're, they're on a boat. And everything else is CGI, but it's playing live around them. And they all started oh. to get seasick because it felt so real. Yeah. I'll tell you, the scene that I thought looked the fakest uh-huh. um, in that entire season doesn't happen until the last episode. And it is when those two scout troopers are just sitting for the first like five minutes just chatting. Uh-huh. And they're sort of sitting there and they're getting, out and about, leaning against their speeders, that did look like it was kind of on a stage somewhere. Uh-huh. But it still looked good, but kind of looked the fakest any shot in that thing made. And now that it turns out that everything is fake, <laughs> and that one's probably actually shot in the desert. <laughs> I reckon that's just the first one. That's probably uh, Taika getting used to the technology, right? Yeah. Because you think that's the first episode he directed. By the time they got there, everyone else had actually directed yeah. two episodes apart from Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, it's... Honestly, it's unbelievable. Just watch that ten minutes and get back to me because I couldn't even put it into words. <laughs> so I am officially old, which is weird because the person who came up with the tech... I mean, he's going to be a fucking billionaire. But the person who yeah. came up with all the ideas to make it was John Favreau. Because apparently they were working on it while they were doing The Lion King and he just took the ideas that he had 
while they were doing the Lion King and some other stuff and literally went tie them all together and that's how they came mm. up with the tech for the Mandalorian and he does say on the thing he's like I didn't create it from scratch it all existed we just pieced it together and luckily it's with Disney who have you know billions of dollars and once we build it this is not just for the Mandalorian it can literally be for anything you know the set is for anything Honestly, mind blowing, dude. I'm just sitting here looking at uh, Disney as well, though, and obviously, can, they've been reimagining a lot of their classics and remaking movies. Yes. And I'm just looking at some of the, well, if it is, some of the shite <laughs> on Disney Plus and going, wow, will they ever remake Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Oh, oh with Sean Connery? Yeah. Uh... There's just some things in here I think, well, these things, I mean, they're on here just to fill in space, but... Well, no, it's just, that's the Disney vault, so it's got everything, right? Apart from Song of the South. Which, to my knowledge, is dead. Yeah, it's locked away. (laughs) It's it's in a vault inside the vault. It's as dated as How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) Less racist, though. Less racist than that. There's some really weird words as well in How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) No, like... Like, there's an episode where... Marshall refers to his car as a... At one point, like... in Like it's a man. (laughs) And also like it's a woman. And then Robin goes, So you've got a tranny car. You're like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, think it's pre- I think it's pronounced Trans-Am. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, just occasionally yeah. they come out with terminology that I would say yeah. you w- shouldn't have used, you know, for, for, well, in the last, like, ten years. I don't know. Maybe they were going to around pieces. There's an episode in the last season where the main cast all dress up like Chinese people. Like it's okay. breakfast at Trif- uh, Tiffany's all over again. Oh. Like, I was what like, the fuck? When I was the other day, like, we were texting back and forth about um, books on Audible. Uh, and I listened to, like... Um, oh, the World War Z like, one. Yeah, 30 seconds of that. After you mentioned it, I listened to it and was just like, Jesus Christ. Well, also, if you are going to put a sample out there for people to hear, Uh I pick that. It's a bad choice. Get get the money out of them first, and then halfway through the book, when it comes to the guy doing an interview with um, an Asian person, but he's just doing the voice. Oh. So I the really thought the mate on that one, it said there was like yeah. 50 people in the cast. Can you get like yeah. James Hong in or something? Yeah, somebody <laughs> could can, can show up. Or also, why not just go, okay, it's an Asian character I'm doing, but can they were, can, they were maybe born somewhere in Asia, but they spent most of their life in America, so they just don't have an accent. I like, mean, I don't do think one. any audiobook explains shit like that, but just don't do it. You know what I mean? But no, just, no, I'm not saying they have to explain that. I think <laughs> they just have to say to them, 
can, while they're recording, just can we just put a pause on here saying, using a voice. Went, well, yeah, because the guy says, yeah, but let's not do a voice. Let's just imagine this. Right, we'll just we'll rewind the tape a bit and we'll say this never happened and let's just do a second go on that. Well, that's the crazy thing, though. It's going to take hours, right? Or the guy is sitting there that's recording them and they're going, two things. You're doing a voice. Why are you doing that thing with your eyes? <laughs> right, just you put the script down and you put, put your fingers up and no, stop that. Just to hold the script. Stop yeah, it. What year do you think this is? 1960. Get out. <laughs> Get out, Mickey Rooney. Right, but nobody will see this. Okay, if nobody will see it, why are you doing it? <laughs> and also, can't you see I'm Chinese? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't see. I don't see colours. I'm colourful. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm not racist. I think you are. <laughs> well, this isn't bothering me. Why is it bothering you? <laughs> what? It's you who are the racist. If it bothers like, you, like I, I currently work with an Asian person. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine then. Is that what you're saying? Okay, cool. <laughs> But yeah, just as soon as I heard that, I'm just like, oh wow, because I really, I mean, say there's all these different voice actors, not. Uh-huh. I I thought that might actually be a good choice as an audible book because it can be a bit different, and you've got people playing out in different roles. Yeah. But no, no. One of my just, favorite audible yeah. books is the <laughs> is the Beastie Boys book. Right. And it's read by fifty people. And it is the most eclectic range of people ever. But also, they only read like two minutes each. That's how they got them all. But like all Ted right. Danson's in there, and like Bette Midler, I want to say, is in there. Like it's like really crazy. It's almost as crazy as Amy Poehler's autobiography, that is read by her and Patrick Stewart for some reason. Right. You tell me that now. Well, it, it just came like back it. to me. I never listened to it. I just remember seeing that she got a bunch of people in to do it. To do voices with her. To do voices. I don't mean it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, I downloaded um, the, uh, is it the death of WCW. So. Huh. Uh, huh. Interesting. Interesting to me and probably Ryan and nobody else. I don't know. I mean, I've got a wish list item on... Uh... Uh, the making of Run DMC and Aerosmith's Walk This Way, <laughs> this is, which is very well reviewed, but I don't see the point in yeah. actually downloading it. Because yeah. there's always like a full book that I will never listen to that I want to put to one side for when I get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have four William Gibson books in my collection. One of which, I own all of them, but I've read all the books apart from oh I have five anyway um, so the new one I haven't touched on Audible and the one before that I bought the book and got a free Audible which is I think how this madness started yeah. and I can't remember anything about either reading it or listening to it and so I'm like well you know so I'm like and it's not like I reckon that that book came out seven years ago. 
But time yeah. flies. And apparently it flies so fast, I can't listen to books. How crazy is that? How hard is it to put what? a book on? Yeah. One well, thing, I mean, that, that, when I started listening to the unboxing one, I did sort of do nothing else but listen to it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, since then, it was just like, well, I'll go and I'll download another one. And see, it took me a month to pick another book, and I've not even started it yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. I say my go-to, uh, generally speaking, uh, when I'm listening to stuff, if I just need a change of pace, is that Stephen mm. Fry Sherlock Holmes book because it's insane. It's seventy-five hours long, right. and just has every story in it. And mm. I like his Watson's voice. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind then. <laughs> Because oh, I'm going to get something for free. I'm going to get the maximum amount of stuff free. So. Well, yeah, you want that. Or... I've never bought yeah. it, but um, isn't it Johnny yeah. Cash reads the Bible? I don't know. I like his voice, man. I think that would work. Yeah. Especially if it's like, or maybe it's just the New Testament. He won't read all that begatting. Because I, I quite like <laughs> five oh. hours of people begatting each other. Read by oh, Johnny yeah. Cash. It's like, Jesus Christ, it would end. I mean, that's the thing, so where do they find time to record all this stuff? I know, he's been dead 20 years. Ugh. <laughs> oh. It definitely isn't 20, right? It's like no. 10. Mm. I feel like he died just after Walk the Line came out, so more like 13. But oh. it's gone fast. It's like when we were talking the other day, and I was like, the last 10 years flew by. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Shocking, but like the last, you know, ten years flew by, and mm. yet when I think back to, like one minute before I was born, I feel like that's forever ago. Any time mm. before me, you go, ah, oh, it's like a thousand years ago. <sighs> but then here's something crazy, right? Yeah. Have I mentioned this to you before? I th- wasn't the kilt invented in Scotland in like the 1700s, like deceptively late. Oh, damn. I want to say, right? And so you go, that was 300 years ago. And it seems like forever yeah. ago. But my mum is 77. So it's only um, four mums old. Yeah. <laughs> in the 1720s. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Yeah, so yeah. No. So it's only four mums old. Oh. The kill. That's insane. That's it. I'm, th- I'm going to I'm throwing mine out. Also, does that mean that, like, before that, like, you were just naked in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, drags. Yeah. You maybe just co- covered yourself in thistles and rolled down a hill. Three-piece suits before that. But also, um... The garment we would recognise today, the kilt today, was invented in the 1720s by Thomas Rawlinson, a Quaker from Lancashire. So not even a Scotsman. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh. This is uh, when you find out that the Chinese created whiskey and golf. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, 
nothing's made by who you think it is. I know. Apparently, Chicken tikka was invented in Glasgow. No. <laughs> Deeply upsetting. What's the only other thing? Was it really an Englishman who invented the kilt? Let's find out. He might have been slightly Scottish. You told me it. You just told me it was. Now you're well, telling just, me you're there's not a, sure. There's an article on it. There, I'm, just, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Oh, but I thought you had age. found out. Now you're questioning yourself. This is how yeah. flat earthers are born. Oh, there's too much writing here. Couldn't I just click the link and say yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with news articles nowadays. They're not one word. No. I'm, I t- I'm totally on Trump's side now. If my name's not in this article, I'm not reading it. Mm. No. <laughs> oh, he was an Englishman, yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that uh, that thing the other day where uh, Trump like split up a peaceful protest with tear gas to have a oh. picture taken outside a church with a uh, with uh, a Bible? Yeah, uh, and then one. They, the, the, it's the news anchor who goes, "Is that your Bible?" To which he answered, "It's a Bible." Well done. It's a Bible. Oh. Why not just say yes? Everyone's got a Bible lying around, even if you accidentally stole it from a hotel. Oh. Yeah, that was, I mean, this was all in response thing to him going, uh, there was protesters outside the day before, so he hid in his bunker. Uh, and yes. then he said, no, no, I was, I was just uh, inspecting it. Yeah, because you protesters outside and you were shitting your pants. And uh, here's the thing, why not just yeah. say, I wasn't in it? Or are there pictures of him going to a bunker? Is that the problem? No, I think it's just... I, think he just, I don't think he was quick enough to think of the no, I wasn't argument. He's a liar. To say no, not... Well, actually, yeah, I think you'll find I was just checking it was spick and span. But I was being and proved it was both not spick a good liar. And span. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah but we've always yeah, been that. It's just now. Going, oh well, you know, now uh, he's but, just throwing out racist comments while you know yeah. America is trying to tear itself apart. Oh, it's horribly disgusting. That's I mean, it's, I think America's the only country in the world that can go right. We're having protests about police brutality, so what we need to do is let the police go out there and beat the shit out of them for a while. Yeah, that'll solve it. Um, I think it was actually Nicole Byer the uh, the other day, right? Who said simply put that this is you know this is all happening because uh, Black America said we'd like you not to kill us. That's all all that was said, and then all hell broke well, loose. That's the whole thing about their Second Amendment. It's all about. You've got an armed populace in case a despotic government rises up to try and sort of take over and keep down the people. Uh-huh. And now the people are, that have been kept down for years are now can piss off about it and march in the streets. Mm-hmm. Your despotic government says to the police, do what you like, just can beat the crap out of them. And that's when your NRA law should be stepping up going, well, we're a militarised population that's going to stop this. But they're all sitting there going, nah, that's cool. Because we're a bunch of white dudes. Well, we're, yeah. we're, we're fine. 
And yeah. But you know, you can't even say when was the last time this happened on this scale. You know, was yeah. it fifty years ago? You know, it was Ferguson, and that was like what twenty sixteen. Yeah. And then when was it that I can remember? It doesn't mean it was it hasn't happened, but you know, you got Rodney King in like what ninety one. Yeah. And all that crazy shit. Um, and then you know, thanks to Watchmen, you know, you got the uh, Black Wall Street nightmare. So it probably Watchmen. happens every you know five to ten years. Yeah. You know, it's like that, the the horrible thought that. You know, why nowadays do you see so many black people being killed by the police on TV? And the answer is because everyone carries a camera in their pocket. Yeah. And 10 years ago, we didn't. It was, it's not so that it wasn't happening. It's just that it wasn't being yeah. caught on camera. But even with that, this, this time, this feels a lot different. Yeah, but it, it doesn't help that with COVID and everything else that's been happening with Brexit, yeah. and, like, the world truly feels like it's being pulled apart right now. Oh. And I... And the really... The worst part is it seems to be being pulled apart for no good reason. Yeah. And it's crazy. <sighs> and, you know... <laughs> When you look into yeah. what can you do about it, it's like, give money to these people. It's like, give money? I get paid in three weeks and I've got 30 quid in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky that's I've not, got food in there. Not otherwise I would fucking starve yeah. to death. But, uh, you know. And also I got a bizarre letter from uh, the council saying that I wasn't uh, uh, eligible for a council tax rebate. I don't think I applied for one unless when I applied for universal credit, they applied for mm. one automatically because mm. I didn't give them any figures. So for them to deny me a rebate <laughs> when I, cause I could be like, well, I only earn, you know, I don't earn any money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Surely you'd get a rebate then, but you know, I've given them no figures and they've told me to go fuck myself. Well, and maybe hard. that's my fault. Maybe they sent a letter before that that I didn't get, but I checked yeah. my mail, so I don't see how I didn't. So, meh. Weirdos. There's a point. I've not had mail in quite a while. But I normally ever get the useless crap that comes through the door, and I think the posties are refusing to deliver it that at the moment. So. Um. That's fine. I'll go straight in the recycling anyway, so... And I had to, I sold a record on eBay, um, which I hadn't intended on selling, but I also forgot that I bought in February as a pre-order. Yeah. And they were selling for like 50 quid and it cost me 20. So I just sold it straight away. You know, put it back yeah. in the box it came in kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm going to wait for them to ask for their money back because it wasn't until I posted it that I realized they only have two, a rating of two in like, Nine years. Oh, shit. It's like, oh, that's going to go terribly. These motherfuckers are going to ask for their money back. And I'm going to say no. And they're going <laughs> to smash my record up and then take their money back by pressing that button that you just take your money back anyway. Yeah. 
and then I'm going to cry. Because that's the worst thing about eBay is that you can't contact eBay. Do you know how many times I've messaged eBay and I have never, in all the years uh, I've used them, got a reply? Never. Mm. They're almost as bad as a Kai, who make like NPCs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, over a year ago, I bought a a pack from them, right? And it never downloaded, right? And I emailed them. Uh, I just cut and paste the same email, uh, but every week for fourteen months, and they never replied once. Like very bad customer service? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if it was just some sort of cut and paste thing where you go, yeah, we'll get back to you soon. Yeah, no, no, they don't even ping you. uh, We've got your message and we'll get back to you. It's rude. (laughs) Truly. I'll end up making that one myself. It's just too much hassle. It was a, like a broken piano thing, and I realized well, I have a broken piano sitting in that hotel. So when it's quiet, I'm just going to take my Zoom recorder to work and stuff it in the piano and then press every key and then map it to the NPC. It's going to be a nightmare, yeah. dude. I'm going to love it already. <laughs> like, well, talk. How, do you, how do you keep busy? Just I, I bang away on a piano. Until the only other person in the building comes up and says, please stop. <laughs> Bang it harder. No. Well, I'd say you have to you have to get like three velocities out of each key, right? There's yeah. 88 keys. So that's 240 times. Yeah. And you probably have to do each one twice. That's 500. And you probably have to let it run for four seconds. So that's 2,000 seconds. Which is what? 10, 20. It's about 40 minutes. I'd be banging away mm. just going, pa, pa. What else you doing? What else you doing? So. <laughs> well, I'd have to do that either before or after work. And obviously, after work isn't really a, an acceptable yeah. when it's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so, you know, and I can't do it during the week because there is actually one person manning the phone till I get there. So. I could do it on a Sunday, though. I don't see why I couldn't, anyway. That sounds like fun for me. I'll finally get stopped by the police, and they'll be like, why are you carrying a microphone stand? And I'm like, I'm taking it to work. Yeah, that probably won't work either. Are you you a key key worker? Yes, the microphone stand and they paint things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I am officially a key worker thanks to the fact that I am a DM oh uh, where you go hmm. you know what I mean I am DM when I'm on shift um, yeah. and I'm also the only first aider there but I'm also one of only two people in the building so yeah. nowadays I don't think you'd legally need first aid anymore yeah. well, I, think, I don't think I think there's maybe a couple of shifts we don't have a first aider in the building mm-hmm. Um, I, I say I think you have to have, to have first aid legally. You need five people in the building. So. Oh well, we never got that exactly. So I think you're fine. Oh. Because yeah, everyone's oh. start to expire. 
Yeah. Which also means the last main... three years have flown by too. I just got mine redone, what was it, three, four months ago? Yeah, well, um, ours literally expired while this thing was going on. So you couldn't yeah. take it if you wanted to, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, uh, what my, did we uh, do at the end of this conversation? I got all depressed. Uh, I'm, well, I can make you more depressed. I can give you my uh, turnip update this week. Your turnip update? From uh, Animal Crossing. I mean, I, it won't mean anything to me, but go ahead. Well, yeah, again, it sucks. I bought them all um, over 1,000 turnips at 98 bells apiece. Okay. And today, and today, even, I think the highest it's gotten to since then has been 70 bells apiece, and today it's as low as 60. I've never seen it as low as 60 before. So I've only got a couple of days left to sell them, so it's tough to pick up. Someone's going to lose money. Great to scream you over last week as well, but uh, Kirsty sent me a message telling me her islands were buying them for 161 So I had a quick trip to her island and sold them there. So I might have to send her a message, or Ryan a message, and say, keep an eye out on your current prices. Jesus Christ, yeah. this fucking game. Oh. You're right, that did yeah. depress me. Great to do me out of bells. What a fucking game, honestly. It's at the moment, petrol's cheaper than permanent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me sad that people are living their lives in Animal Crossing. But on the plus side, um, there are sharks available now, so... so. There are sharks? Yeah, and um, the animals change with the months and seasons. Okay. And now there are sharks that you can catch. Do they eat you? No, no, you, you, you go fishing and you catch them. You don't, you don't catch go the, the shark while fishing? Hmm? No one catches a shark fishing. What? You've never heard of shark fishing? No. Well, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the fictional world of Animal Crossing. No, it's a thing. You go on big boats and stuff and... I mean, they're a dangerous animal, but they're probably also endangered. You can't go around just killing sharks. Talking of shark fishing, actually, I don't know if I mentioned this last time we spoke, or maybe not. Um, I bought the game Mind on Xbox. Oh, your your phone's gone crazy. I can't hear you all of a sudden. Oh. All right. Yeah, you're kind of fading out, but I'll I'll deal with it. Oh, what are you saying? Nothing's weird. Um, Yeah, I bought the game Mind on Xbox. Uh Uh-huh. Did I mention that last week or week before whenever we talked? I don't think so. Um, it's you're the shark and then you go about eating people and eating other fish and stuff. It's narrated by the guy who does the voice of Jerry and Ricky Morty. Oh, Chris Parnell. Yeah, it was um, it was a good game, but I bought it one day and two days later I had um completed it 100% and there's no reason to ever play it again I'm quite missed but it wasn't enjoyable two days and how much did it cost you? 24.99 oh that is actually quite expensive yeah which I knew it was going to be short because it was going to keep our game but it looked quite fun and it was fun but the fact that I have now can all the achievements and I've done everything in the game uh-huh kind of myth. There's no real reason to keep playing it. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it 
open world and everything, but there's no more things to do. Yeah, you just can't go around the entire world of as a shark. It would get boring. Yeah, just keep eating the same body fresh. You know? uh, it's like yeah. when you complete Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Is that what it was called? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's completed. And you go, what's the fucking point in playing it anymore then? <laughs> just driving around, occasionally killing someone. What's the kind of thing I've got with um, Death Stranding at the moment is that I'm pretty sure I'm close to the end of it. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, once I've finished it, why play through it again? I still want to, but I can't see a point in it, so... to sell that record I'm staring at at the minute I'm torn now I found a copy of uh, Fashion Nugget by Cake such a good okay. band you know, fa- you know Cake they did uh, they did The Distance that was a big song in the 90s no uh, they did that cover version of I Will Survive Yeah. No, not ringing any bells. Okay. They did the mm. theme tune to Chuck. I never watched Chuck. That was quite enjoyable. The serial killer Yeah. Is that the serial killer guy? No, that's Dexter. No. Oh, shit. What's Chuck then? Chuck is a guy who works at a computer store and uh, puts on some spy glasses and basically downloads the internet into his brain, and he becomes the smartest man in the world. Oh, and I he helps the CIA solve cases. And then at the yeah. end of season one, he gets an upgrade, and then he knows Kung Fu and shit, and then it goes crazy. Yeah. But it's quite enjoyable. It's the guy who plays uh, Shazam. Mm. You know? Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah. The only downside is that um, Adam Baldwin's in it, and obviously he's a dick nowadays. Adam Baldwin from Firefly and uh, Full Metal Jacket. He uh, yeah. he's a Republican. Let's face it, put it that way. Yeah. And even in Chuck, he plays a Republican, but he you know doesn't seem like a fucking asshole. But in real life, he's all like. Shoot them, shoot them in the face. And then he did. Who's none of them shouting to kneel on their necks? Say what? At least they're not shouting like kneel on their necks or something. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he was talking about anything recently. I mean, that's not, I'm not, he's not that monstrous. I mean, he might be, but I don't know for sure, so I don't want to be... Yeah, I mean... I don't mm-hmm. want to cancel Adam Baldwin. Especially as he was probably cancelled five years ago. Ugh. Right. I'm going to run. Okay. I don't know quite what happened, but I can't hear you very well. Oh. Well, nothing, nothing really moved here. and then. Well, nothing moved here either, but you just became uh, very distant, mm-hmm. like you're a ghost now. Yeah. And it was also like five minutes after that. My phone lit up just to sort of seem like to tell me I was talking to you as if I didn't realise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's all good, dude. 
I will talk to you soon mm. enough. Yeah. Let's say oh. right now that we should talk next week and not leave it a week accidentally. Yeah. Cool. I'll try and what are you off something. next week? Because I've got the same days off, obviously. I'm off Thursday. I'm... Saturday at the minute. I think I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So should we sort of a pencil in next Thursday again? Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the thing. All I kept thinking this is Wednesday. I'm completely screwed. Oh, wait, my days are so Wednesday. fucked up now that one day I'll think it's Sunday, but it's Monday. The next <laughs> day I'll think it's Sunday, but it's Monday. Yeah. And the next day I'll think it's... Uh, Sunday, but it's Tuesday, and by that point, I've given up. Yeah. I'm sure one of those times I was supposed to say Monday, but it's Sunday, but that's how fucked up I am, so. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you take mm. care of yourself. You do. If you're, like, mm-hmm. waving at your mum through the window or something, say hey to her, or is she coming in and pestering you, and then you're like, get out. Well, yeah, I just have to sort of make it very clear I want to leave. Yeah. Um, this morning. I'm like, you're talking to me, but I'm telling you, I'm waiting to be doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, she's asking to get sick. Yeah. You know? And I say, like, there's not many people getting it up here, but that doesn't mean we're not going to get it up here if we're like tap dancing in the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I still well, wear a face great. mask when I go next door to the shop. Yeah. I'm a very I good boy. Think- I just don't leave the house, and now where I'm at work, I'm only there with one other person, and I don't open the door to people, so I'm kind of fine. Mm. But still, so. I did have to do a mime recently with the woman from the uh, post office. You know, they have to come round and yeah. uh, scan the collection point. Yeah. So we've stuck it in the window. But while, yeah. but while she was walking up to scan it, obviously I was painting inside that vestibule bit. Yeah. And so she looked at me as if to go, you got any mail? And I was like, no. There's a, but there's a very thin bit of glass. I could just say no and she would have heard me. But instead I just yeah. mouthed the words no over and over again while waving my <laughs> hands. It's like, it's a little bit manic, Gareth. You could probably take it down a little bit. Anyway. Yeah. I'll speak to you soon. Cool. You take, take care. care. Yeah. See you later, mate. Bye. Yeah, bye.